It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Hello and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast. Today we are embarking on a journey to California for a conversation with Glenda Benevides. Glenda is an award-winning, Grammy-considered voting member, philanthropist, and writer. Her book, Courage, and her song, I Burn, are out now. So Glenda, welcome to the RV. <laughs> Thank you, Lucia. <laughs> Is yeah. it Lucia or Lucia? Depends on where I am. <laughs> I am in Spain, so you can call me Lucia. <laughs> Lucia. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for asking. So I want to say that it's, it's a pleasure to have you here in the RV. I've been listening to your songs to know more about you and I just love your voice. Thank you. Yes. And Glenda, being the lone female among male band members and humorously claiming to be raised by male wolves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we can all relate. <laughs> so what's the most peculiar wolf code you find yourself following in your everyday life? Interesting. I think that the one interesting thing that spending a lot of time with, with men and growing up, I was, I was an only child, but I grew up with uh, band members. And so that's what I was saying. I raised by, I was raised by wolves, right? Because they, we kind of raised each other, you know, uh, being young. And um, I think the one thing that I really felt that I learned and grew from was, was being able to just be myself. So there was no gender assigned to it. It was not female, male. And then, but still understanding, like keeping an open space so you can understand different cultures, different ways of being, you know, male, female. That wasn't like, I'm the guy, you're the girl. It wasn't like that at all. So it was really nice. Just, you know, you, you stay open so you can understand like, okay, well, that person's coming from that culture or that, you know, gender or whatever, you can start to understand that and you just flow with it. So um, I think that that really gave me 
an opportunity to just relate to people on whatever level they are. So not just like, oh, with a prejudice, let's just put it that way with a prejudice, um, didn't have that. So I just see people as people Ah. and it's, it's fascinating and it's, and it's interesting. And I think the guys, you know, always turn to me and this is what they would always say to me. You're like one of the guys, you're not that wimpy little uh, 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 do it for me kind of pretty. So of course I took that as a compliment. Um, but I think that allowed me to be on the inside because they were relating to me as if I was one of them. Mm-hmm. And so I got to understand and grow more about the male persuasion, the male perspective. Um, and then I just kept a real open, neutral space, you know? Yeah. And I think if more people were like that, we would get along a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, I agree completely. I was raised in a family that we were only girls. And, you know, boys were playing on the streets, like playing yeah. football, and the girls yeah. were. So it was like they were kind of enemies. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because we didn't understand. Like, so I just think it's amazing when you can just blend and yeah. boys and girls. Yeah. Well, it helps as far as like also just not only personal relationships, but it also helps with when you're an entertainer mm. because I don't, I don't, I don't see that, oh, there's guys or, oh, there's girls. I don't see it from that perspective. I just see it from you're a human being. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes entertaining and connecting with people a lot more fluid, a lot more connected, a lot more intimate, if that makes sense. Exactly. And then everyone feels like they're your friend, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're all one, right? <laughs> yeah. So- Glenda, how did you first venture into writing and music? Well, music was always a part of my life since, you know, being a child or whatever. I would play music every every day before I'd go to school. And I knew at one point that because I'd been professionally singing since I was 16. So and professionally meaning I was making money. So, and then I went on from there to tour with my bands and evolve as I, as I grew older. Um, And at some point I, you know, spent a good 20 years just touring, performing, you know, really understanding and becoming an expert in that area of my life. And I realized that if I want to sustain my, my life and my career, I felt like I needed to write music. I needed to, to say something from my perspective. And then, and then that would be, that would be my income, right? That's what I thought (laughs) originally. So that's what led me down the path of like, well, what, what's going on? What do I have to say? What, what makes me, what makes me want to see something that needs to be changed or point, you know, put a spotlight on something, you know, and that's just how I started writing. And then I started coupling up with different artists and, you know, really creating the music. Cause I, um, believe it or not, I, I played guitar, but I don't really, it's not, it's not my avenue of expression, right? I can play the chords and figure out what I want to sing about or whatever, but 
I usually bring somebody then in that's an expert, that's excellent at that, and then couple and create, uh, you know, a song that's that's blended, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. since you were 16 years old. Yes. So did your family support you in this, in the war? Believe it or not, they did. My, um, my stepdad is Portuguese. And my mom is, um, of course, of American origin, Scottish English. And they were a working class family. We were working class. And, uh, you know, but they always supported me. They were always proud of me. They were like, wow, that's, that's amazing. You have an amazing voice. <laughs> you know, they were just like, keep going. They never once said, when are you going to get a real job? You know, they never did that. Um, so I was, I was just felt like it was, that's what I'm here to do, you know? spread the light, have the conversations, uplift people, evolve myself. Do it through yeah. And Glenda, I believe you have a rich history of touring. You've been touring for many years. Is there a particular place that left the most lasting impression on you? There's so many places because every culture, every country, every city has its own thing. And the more that you blend into that, just stay open when, when you pull in, you know, it's, it's just this vast, um, deepening of knowledge. Um, and it's amazing. So there's nothing really that I go, Oh, that, you know, that was my favorite. Every audience was different. Every day is different. And, um, and there's so much to be learned from it. Um, I think some of the largest audiences I had was in Taiwan. Um, and it was, it was just fabulous. Their, their love for, and I noticed this a lot about Europe and Asia. That's my biggest experience, even Canada, but the people have love and respect for art, for music, and they pay attention and they, they, they take it in, they use it, they honor it, they honor the artist. It's not um, a disposable prefab thing that happens here in the U.S. We're just, I got to get this, I got to get that. You know, it's like, that's just so superficial. And, um, and that's why I love, I love touring. I love traveling. I love Europe. I love um, Asia's beauty in, inside their expression and, and loving you know, they just, they want it, you know, they, they see the value, whereas we don't see the value here. Maybe some people do, but not usually, you know. I believe your fans must hold a special place in your heart. Do you receive a lot of feedback from them? I, I have, and um, usually in the moment and then um, afterwards or whatever, after the performance, but um and then some end up becoming my friends. <laughs> I've actually had be befriended a few people and where they, they come along with you over the years. And um, it's, it's lovely. It's very lovely. I think my, my favorite place to reside would be Scotland. I just, I just love it there. I love England. Yeah. Being to Scotland. Oh. I plans to go to Ireland. Yeah, next year. Yes, you should. You should. You should. But during summer. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you are from Spain, so <laughs> I need I need the sun and yes. <laughs> um, Glenda, let's discuss your song. I burn. Yes, hearing the emotion in this mm. song is powerful. I'm curious, how do you get ready emotionally for performing it live? These are great questions. You know, for me, it's because of, of, because I'm aligned with my purpose, because I'm aligned with what I'm here to do. It's not easy, <laughs> but because I'm there, my intention goes forth. My intention at each song is to What's the story I'm telling? How do I want to touch people? Like, that's where you start. You start here, right? But then you got to move it into your heart. You got to move it into your soul and your passion. And I I try my best to, to really let go and, and then really express what that, what I, my interpretation of what the song is, right? So that I think that's that's one of the the main things. It's always an ongoing uh, goal of really expressing the the truth. You know, really expressing your yourself. You know, yourself. You know, and your interpretation. Of course, everyone's going to have their interpretation of the song, um, which is totally great. That's what it's all about, right? It's art. You know, you stand in front of the Mona Lisa. Some people will get it. Some people won't. <laughs> you know, it's like whatever. They'll get pieces of it, right? Yeah, I think that's that. I hope I answered the question. Um, yeah, yeah. And as I said before. Um... Your voice is truly beautiful. And of course, your songs are already on my playlist. Hey, thank you. <laughs> and you know, there is something that I, I saw on your website and I just love it. Your commitment to mm. benefit concerts and environmental initiatives. This is so commendable. And I think that is just a great idea. So how did the decision to merge your passion for music with philanthropy involve? Yeah. You know, I've always been like that. Um, ever since I was a kid, like, you know, I'm, I see a homeless animal. I'm like, I'm bringing it home. My mother's going, stop, stop bringing all these animals home. Um, you just have to save everything. You know, it's like, oh my God, it's a homeless animal. And, you know, I just, I just, there's so many things. I know we all have to pick one thing. And if we would, we would get things solved. Right. But I, I feel like it's my civic duty as a human being to care, you know, and not only care about myself, but other people. Mm -hmm. And animals, they cannot fend for themselves. They need us. Right. And how does it work? It's like when your audience buys your song, is a tree planted is like this. Yeah. So that's that's one of my my major things. <laughs> I've got several things going, but um working on the homeless stuff now, but homelessness. But um anytime anybody buys my book, Courage, yeah. um, on Amazon, or they purchase any of my merchandise or my music or whatever, I can see that they're doing that. And then what I do is I take a dollar off of that and I plant it with a company called One Tree Planted. And I, I 
like this year we did 250 um, trees. So I, I'm planting in areas that really need it. So, um, and of course, areas that I love. So Scotland gets got about 50 trees. And then I did Canada because they were burning this year and then California. So, you know, I'm going to continue on doing that. And I, I really feel like as an audience member, if you support an artist in some way, you know, for me, it's like, you're supporting me to th keep thriving, to keep making this my business, right? Because it is my business. Then, you know, I get to give back and you get to give back with me. See, so your money is not only going to get that mug or the t-shirt or the, you know, or the song, then, you know, it also, it also, I go, okay, thank you. And now we together, you and me, you bought my mug. So you got something and you also get to plant a tree with me. You see what I'm saying? Like there's a, there's a thing we get to do together, even though you're not physically doing it or you're not physically purchasing a tree, you know, I'm helping you do that. So that's, that's my, that's my main thing right now. And then um, working on some raising money, some doing some concerts and stuff like that for um, solving the homeless issue that we've got. And, you know, we're all about one paycheck from that. So we got to help each other. We got to go to the systemic issue, which is underneath and deal with that. Don't put band-aids on it. Don't kick people down the road. I don't, I don't know if you guys are having that issue, but we are for sure here. Yeah. Um, I've been reading about California, not yeah. California. Or yeah. California. It's all over the U S but, but you know, and here's the thing. I, this is what I love about Europe is that you guys, of course, have been around a lot longer than we have, but you guys, you look at the, the group as a whole, like, <laughs> It, you know, right. Whatever affects you affects me, affects my kids, affects the right. You, you, you see it, you get it. And then you work on putting things together to help solve that problem, not put a bandaid on it, not kick it down the road, not ignore it because you're not going to make money. You know, it's that kind of nonsense that, that I think we're definitely struggling with here. Whereas there's a lot to be learned uh, with the Europeans, because you, yeah, okay, there's some stuff going on, but that's, that's nonsense. But I'm saying like Finland and all those guys, I don't know much about Spain, but I know you guys have programs that, that you don't leave people on the street. Yeah, exactly. And the health system here works very well because everybody can go to a hospital and this person will be treated because, you know, it's a process of care. You work, you have your rights. Yeah. Schools, it's universal health care. Yeah. It's, it should just, and it should, we, the sad thing is we've turned it into a money-making thing. And that's why it's so corrupt here, you know? And, and then, and then they do this whole Nazi style stuff where you have to have insurance. If you don't, they penalize you. It's like, no, I, I, I pay taxes all the time. It should just be rolled in, right? Yeah, we're greedy. We're greedy here. I'm sorry. I think it's just a fantastic idea. And Glenn, I hope more people can adopt it. We, we need to help each other. Otherwise, we cannot, yeah. we cannot wait for no politics and 
And, and, you know, those of you listening really support somebody that you love, like support an artist. If, if we start to get rid of like people like yourself that are creative and want to spread the word and people like me that are doing the same thing and, and having our art forms. It's like, if you, if you let that go by the wayside, you know, society really hurts, you know? If you think about it, every everywhere we we go, we hear music, we hear this, we hear that. It's like, well, that took somebody to create that. So support them so they can continue to do that, you know? So don't take it for granted. <laughs> yeah. In terms of your goals to uplift humanity through music and support. Yes. What impact do you hope to have on your audience and the world at large? Oh, these are really good questions. <laughs> you know, I think I'm doing it daily and um, I'm really trying to stay focused and present on daily, you know, planting trees, helping the homeless, you know, really getting those things out, getting the music out, uplift people, really have people step into, especially us women, to step into our own, our own self-expression and freedom and empowerment. If, you know, if we're standing there, we make a difference if we're really being authentic, you know, like if that's really, but it takes a minute, you know, it takes a minute to, to find out who we are. And who and and we're different at every stages of life, and that's kind of why I wrote my book, Courage. You know, I I kind of stepped back and I said, do I? I think the question was, well, let me just jump back one more minute. So, I had a woman, a friend of mine, say to me in my kitchen. She said, "Oh, you're a badass. You're a badass goddess." And I was like, "What?" Are you talking like the first thing I wanted to do? And you know, this as a woman, right? You want to, no, no, I'm not. Oh, I'm not that, you know? And I, I stopped myself and I said, what does she mean by that? Like, what does that mean? And then I decided to redefine what badass meant. Beautiful, accessible, you know, bold, you know, there's a, you can fill in the blanks, Right. But I wanted to, I wanted to have that expression differently, right? Not just a mean person that was aggressive or whatever, you know, but so I was, I was standing in that. And about a year later, I, I started my own uh, magazine and podcast and things like that. And I was working through that and it was way too much work. Um, and, and I was an army of one and I thought, no, 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 we can't do this. I need to stay focused with the music. But anyway, so I, I just, I really thought, well, do I have, you know, what is the value that I have to offer? And so I started looking at that and then I, I, I made a, I kind of made a plan for myself. It's like, okay, it doesn't, because a friend of mine said he's been writing a book and it took him for 10 years. And I go, it cannot take 10 years. You know, it's like, how long does it take to write a book? So I gave myself an outline, right? And I thought, okay, I'm going to write a chapter a day. And I did. I wrote a chapter a day. I don't know how to write a book, but I just did a chapter a day. And then um, my music partner moved out here uh, to California from Boston. And we were we were deciding to like work more on the music and that type of thing. And then I, I then COVID hit. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to fit it. I'm going to like find an editor, which someone re recommended one. And, um, and we went through the book and in about three months, it was completely 
revamped, re-looked at, and and there it is. <laughs> months or in total, how long did it take? Um it took it took 15 days to write it. Only um, 15 days. Yeah, because I had like 15 chapters. So I just said a chapter a day. And then I, and of course there was time that you have to go back through it and read it and read it and go, oh, that doesn't make sense. Or, you know, cause I just let myself write. Right. And so that took another, I don't know, two or three months. And then, then COVID hit. And then I, and then I thought I'm going to get an editor. So the editor helped me. Right. So there was that, you know, that got, that got finished and up on uh, March on my birthday, March 1st, uh, 2021. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wow. And balancing an array of projects. <laughs> From music, book publishing, creating programs. Must be demanding. What's your secret, Glenda, to, to manage these diverse activities effectively and without being stressed? <laughs> Exactly. Well, <laughs> there's a formula. <laughs> so please tell me. <laughs> tell you the formula. So first of all, you have to be clear, right? About really clear. And this is what my book's about: clarity, courage, confidence, commitment, and community. And it comes through that that process too. You can't have commitment and community if you don't have clarity. Always starts with clarity. So inside of that. You got to get clear and then you've got to have a really good system that works for you. Like an organizational system, you've got to have your calendar and you've got to put things in calendars. You've got to allocate time and you've got to allocate enough time for you as a creative to go, I don't feel like it right now or oh, I just need to rest or so you put you put time inside your calendar. So it gives you that space. You can't just go bam, 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 you know, one thing after another, because you'll get burnt out and then you'll just like, no, which has happened to me. And then you start resisting it. You go, no, I don't want to do that at all. You know, like it happened to me. I created a, a, a workshop, um, a, a two day workshop inside of Clarity, Courage, Confidence, Commitment with my book. And I was like, Oh my God, I was so burnt out because I was making a lot of money and I was just giving all this energy and effort and people were getting value, but it was just, it wasn't paying me. And it got me to the point where I just went, I no, I don't want to do that again. Right. 
So again, it's levels, it's growing. You've got to be highly organized and give yourself that as that as a creative, as an artist, such as yourself, you've got to give yourself that time. And you got to and you got to take days off. Yeah. You know, and do something completely different and get help and get, you know, and and I I tell people all the time and I did the same thing. I said, oh, I don't have the money or I can't, you know, I don't know anybody that could help me do that. And it's like, you know what? That is a lie you're telling yourself. And it's really important to go, what do I need? and start having conversations about that with others. And you'll find and you'll align with the right people and they'll show up and they'll either go, I'll trade with you or no, let me do that. I want experience in that area. Or yeah, pay me $5 an hour, not 20. Do you know what I'm saying? Or buy the project. There's all these options, but we don't know until we have the conversation. So you have to allow yourself the conversation in possibility, right? Not, no, nope, I can't do that. No, nope, no, nope, it's too expensive. No, nope, I can't get that. You know, that's just lazy. You know, you got to think outside the box, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. And yeah. go slowly, even if you think it will take longer. Yes. I love it. And Glenda, are there any upcoming events or new projects that you, our audience should be on the lookout for? <laughs> Um, well, yeah, locally here in uh, Northern California. So, um, I have a, a show actually happening this Saturday with, um, a group, my group called spiritualist cabaret, and we're four artists. Um, one's a visual artist, one's a magician illusionist, um, myself as a singer. And then, uh, we have another guy that's a, a fabulous, he's, he's also my mastering engineer, Gene Williams. He's fabulous. Anybody out there need a mastering engineer? Um, he he does all the soundscapes for it, and so we we have a new we have a take on Christmas. It's Krampus. You're probably familiar with Krampus, uh -huh. right? You're, you're European, yeah. <laughs> naughty kids. <laughs> we'll get the switch. <laughs> so we have our we call it our Krampus Christmas. It's fun. <laughs> it's totally fun. <laughs> so that'll be happening this weekend and then of course you know i i don't i'm I, i'm in the process of of um sussing out uh, a booking agent and things like that i'd love to play over in europe more and that type of thing so you just got to find a really good agent um, and lastly where can our listeners find you online also find your book and your songs Great. Yeah. Well, everything pretty much is on my website. So it's glendamusic.com or glendabenevitas.com. And it's B-E-N-E-V-I-D-E-S. Um, that's uh, my stepdad's last name, Portuguese. Um, spelling, not Spanish. Um, and yeah, so Glenda music or Glenda Benavides.com. They, and then of course, everything is, everything is on there. It will lead you. Like if you look for my book or my, uh, my workshops up, but it, I'm not, I'm not doing it right now, but, um, but yeah, and it, it's all there. Um, you can find me on uh, YouTube. All my music videos are there. They're also on my website. You can find my book on Amazon. It's Glenda Benavides, Courage, 
find your fire and ignite action in your life. And that's what we want to do, right? We want to have action. (laughs) And that covers clarity, courage, confidence, commitment, and community. And that's the process. You can't have community or commitment if you don't have uh, courage or (laughs) clarity, period. Mm -hmm. This is all disease. Seize, that's right. And confidence. And that creates confidence, you know. And so I have the, the whole process in my book. And it is it's a workbook. So if people want to, I give them, I, I tell them stories about the my music industry and my experience and how I've had breakdowns and how we have triumphs. And this is what I saw for myself. So you'll see that and they'll get them the little workbook stuff. I'll ask questions and stuff like that, and you get to answer. So Nice, nice. I'm excited. I'll check it on Amazon and also be helping you to plant trees. Yes, that would be fabulous. For our yeah. And Glenda, please come back. I mean, I would love to go back to California, but if you come here to Europe, I will, I promise I will see you in person. Right. I would love it. I would love it. And uh, yeah, please come and visit me when you're, if you know, if you come to California and you're up by San Francisco, call me, come over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. And come back. You're so welcome. Thank you. Lovely to meet you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.